Welcome back to the 5-7 Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Pree. And today I want to talk about the antitrust hearing that took place last week. And I want to talk about the freedom of speech. And I have a specific example that I want to use uh, about Drew Brees because I think that it makes a lot of sense uh, to, to use that. Uh, he made a, a statement uh, a little while back, and I'm going to get into that in a minute. But first, uh, first off, uh, last week there was an antitrust hearing with some heads of the biggest tech companies in our country. And that's uh, Tim Cook, Mark Zuckerberg, Sundar Pichai, and Jeff Bezos. Uh, Tim Cook is the CEO of Apple. Mark Zuckerberg is the CEO of Facebook. And Sundar Pichai is the CEO of Alphabet, who is the parent company of Google. And Jeff Bezos is the CEO of Amazon. Four gigantic companies that I think that uh, play a role in, in all of our lives whether it be people get on their Facebook or Instagram account to check their social media uh, you, on your Apple product, Apple or Google product, and, um, and people also using Amazon to shop. Now, they field the questions about their respective businesses, uh, but I'll get into that in a second, okay? Um, I want to talk about cancel culture. And with cancel culture, I think that it's killing the freedom of speech. Because I don't think we have the freedom of speech today. You can say something today and if people don't like what you're going to say, it's going to end you. They try to take you down uh, personally. And in doing that, a lot of times they take you down professionally. And this happens on both sides of the aisle. Now, why is it that people can't speak their mind? Here's an example that I've got. Drew Brees stated his opinion about what he thinks during the national anthem. What he said was, I envisioned my two grandfathers who fought for this country during World War II, one in the Army and one in the Marine Corps, both risking their lives to protect our country and to make our country and this world a better place. So every time I stand with my hand over my heart, looking at that flag and singing the national anthem, that's what I think about. And in many cases, that brings me to tears. Thinking about all that has been sacrificed, not just those in the military, but for, but for that matter, those throughout the civil rights movement of the 60s and all that has been endured by so many people up until this point. And everything right, and is everything right with our country right now? No, it's not. Is there anything really wrong with this statement? I don't think that there is. Well, a lot of people had something to say about it. And something that needs to get cleared up here is, is intent and what the action actually does. Now, say someone takes a kneel during the national anthem. I think that those, those people think that they're making a stand for something. They're standing for some injustice. And that's, that's what it is. It has been stated that it is in no way meant to be disrespectful for the mili- to the military and not to be disrespectful to our flag but the fact of the matter is when you disres- when you when you kneel during the national anthem it is disrespectful to the flag and that's i have a really big problem with that because there's a lot of people that have died for our flag and died for our freedoms people of all different colors and religions including uh, including black people. And I think that it's 
disrespectful to their memory and their sacrifice for kneeling during the national anthem. Uh, so what is something that can be done in place of that? Uh, maybe standing uh, uh, maybe standing unified around at the 50-yard marker. I think that that would be a, a good sign of solidarity from both teams, having a big circle from guys from both scenes, both teams showing a united front. I think that that would be I, I think that that would be a, a good idea uh, for football and, and that can go for all sports as well. But it's important to understand for um, a lot a lot of the how do you say social justice freedom fighters out there that the people that are doing this aren't meant to be disrespectful, but the people that are doing it need to understand that they are being disrespectful. And I think that everybody should stand for the flag. Um, so that's, that's my take on that. So Drew Brees got a lot of flack for what he said. And, um, and I don't think that he should have. I think that he stated his opinion and in, in his life and what has happened uh, in, 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 his, in, in his life but with his family, that he's had people that have served in the military and he's trying to honor them. What's wrong with that? I don't think that there's anything wrong with the statement. But players from his team said that he didn't get it, th- that he didn't understand what they're, what they're trying to do and what they're fighting for. And a lot of people had a problem with it. And uh, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. I think that people take things a little too seriously and that they take them a little too far. Now, along with the freedom of speech and and moving off of that, because, you know, we could talk about that for, you know, for hours about the, about people not standing for the flag because it's a big discussion and it dives down a, another path of, of, getting getting into a more social justice issues and and it's and it's it's a fact there are some people that have been disproportionately faced racism uh d- during their lives now it hasn't been from everybody but there have been people in their lives that have made a big enough impact that they feel that they have faced systemic racism and in a lot of cases uh they they have but i want to move on to these um, Instagram and Facebook and the idea of them suppressing the freedom of speech. And I'm going to use two examples. Um, a couple people I follow, I'm, I'm, I'm involved with um, Craig Saman Sawyer's, um, his, his company, V4CR, Vets for Child Rescue. Okay. Uh, Craig Sawyer founded a V4CR, Vets for Child Rescue. They have also done a documentary called Contraland. Head to the website, vetsforchildrescue.org to check out uh, the V4CR mission or go to www.contralandmovie.com to check out the documentary. He has posted things and they have been taken down and has even had his account taken down. And what he posts is information about child sex trafficking and how much of a huge problem that it is. And, um, and his, he's being suppressed on his, on his social media sites. So I, I urge everybody to go check out his his um his site, check out his um his social media pages, and and check out what the V four CR mission is because it's it's pretty, um it, it's pretty remarkable and a lot of people can volunteer um as as during on social media by by spreading their the word about what they're doing and uh, and what their mission is and I, I think it's a great cause. 
uh, Mike Glover, who I've, I've also had on the podcast. Um, he's the CEO of Fieldcraft Survival. He puts out useful information about preparedness and has products on his site that support that. He commonly does Instagram live videos and posts it, but it seems that Facebook and Instagram is not letting him post all of his content. YouTube has demonetized him. And um, and it, it's, it's a problem because the information that he's putting out is information that everybody could use. Um, he spent a lot of time um, in, the, in, in special forces, so he has a lot of information on how to prepare yourself for situations that you don't want to find yourself in. And he's got a lot of great information. Um, go check out podcast 16 on the Fieldcrafts on, uh, I'm sorry, podcast 16 on the 57 podcast page or go to his his own podcast called the Fieldcraft Survival Podcast. You can find it on YouTube and and on um, on all the podcast sites. Now, the big question is why? I think that there are some left-leaning organizations that have um, YouTube and Instagram and Facebook pages and their information doesn't get suppressed, but it seems that conservative voices seem to get suppressed. Now, I, I understand that if you have a, if you have a business or you're, are, you have a social media company and you want to only allow, say, liberal voices, okay? That's fine. It's your business. You can do whatever you want. And so that you could be known as a uh, left-leaning uh, social media company. I think the problem is, is that Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, uh, you know, and YouTube, they want to come off as centrist and they want to say that everybody could put their, their information on there, but that's not necessarily true because they have algorithms and they have people who search for hate speech and hate content. And a lot of these people have their own political agendas. So it's easy for them to not allow say conservative voices and only put out information that on things that they want to hear. And I think that's where the problem comes in, is that there aren't there shouldn't be algorithms set in place to just allow uh, specific people. Now, I understand that there are people out there putting out bad information, fake news, putting out um, information meant to, meant to skew people's opinions, and they want to end that. But that's where it gets a little tricky and things get a little gray. Because you want these companies to filter out the fake news and the bad, um, the, the bad things that are put out on there that generally both sides or everybody can agree is deplorable. You know, say the, um, you know, the KKK. You know, you want to keep organiza- organizations like that off of these these outlets, but then at the same time, you are you're infringing on their their right to freedom of speech. So it's, it's really tricky. I would like to hear what us, anybody has to say on a solution to uh, both sides being able to put out their views and not be silenced, but at the same time, not infringing on people's, um, on, on, on people's rights to, uh, to freedom of speech. And, um, and that's pretty much what I want people to think about. You know, it, it's it's really it's really upsetting that it seems like the freedom of speech needs to be needs to be filtered in a way because people are getting their feelings hurt 
so easily nowadays. When someone tells you something, you could take it with a grain of salt. You could say, you know what? Um, I could care less for what you have to say, but people are taking what others are, are saying about them and taking it to heart. And you could say that maybe it's a self-confidence issue. Maybe it, it stems from a lot of people not getting challenged in their life so that they're used to people having uh, issues with what they have to say. Uh, that's one thing. Maybe they're spoiled and they're entitled. But it seems a lot of people want their feelings to be heard and, and, and think that everything should be acted upon uh, at, at that point. Say somebody says something on on uh, on TV, and nobody agree, and people don't agree with it. Automatically, this per they they want to cancel this person out, and they want to have this person's life ruined because they said something that you know somebody didn't agree with. So I have a really hard time with that stuff, and I I, I think that it's garbage, and uh, I think that people need to stop taking themselves so seriously. And if you really do have an issue with something. Uh, you know, think about it and see how it affects you and see how it affects others. I, I don't think people necessarily are taking others into consideration uh, these days. And, uh, and, that's, and that, that's another huge problem. In closing, I want to say that I think that it's important for people to, uh, to start caring about each other and an understanding that everyone that you see on the street, they pr- more than likely have somebody that they care about and somebody that uh, they go home to. And if you make decisions that put that person in danger or or put people in danger in any way, uh, you should start thinking about your life and really your path. Because if you're going out and you're and you're doing these, you know, these crazy things during these crazy times, uh, you should um, you should really have some little self introspection. Uh, about yourself and it, you know it could this could pertain to um i'll use the mask thing for example some people think that mask wearing is is ridiculous other people think that mask wearing is absolutely imperative now if there's a chance that wearing a mask could help somebody um maybe we should all just wear masks now there is there is um, proof out there that says that people with poor health are affected by COVID-19. Now, whether that's true or not, there are, have been studies that, that show that, whether it's true or not, if we can help people by wearing masks, maybe we should. And, um, and just bite the bullet. Get this COVID-19 thing over with, and let's all move on. So that's pretty much what I got for you today, guys. Uh, I just wanted to bring these these few things out. Look into the antitrust hearings. See what these uh, what these four CEOs had to say. Uh, t- take a look at what or how people are possibly having their voices their voices suppressed on social media. Uh, look into Craig Sawyer's company V4CR and look at their mission. See what they're doing. Uh, because it, it, it's pretty honorable. Look into Mike Lover and uh, see what he's talking about in the realm of survival uh, because he's got a lot of great information out there and, and it could bring a lot of value uh, to your lives and and respect each other and uh, and, and appreciate uh, the time that we have here and, for, and what we have. Okay, guys, this is Bree out. Mm-hmm.